Our guest analyst this afternoon, Midwest Market Solutions President Brian Hoops. Brian, we saw a little bit of a setback again here in the grains today, kind of led down by the soybeans. Yeah, you know, they had a really strong week of private uh, or of uh, weekly export inspections this morning. No private sales uh, Friday or again this morning, but that uh, weekly sale, um, that was the largest single weekly inspections number or, or the fourth largest in history. And, um, you know, really provide just a little minor support to the market. But I think, you know, we're always looking ahead and, and seeing that it's really not favorable to uh, see any exports of any commodities down the uh, Mississippi River. It's going to be a very slow process. Uh, about half of these uh, sales were off the Pacific Northwest. And we do expect sales are going to slow considerably in the next several weeks uh, as we've gone several days without any private export sale announcements. So next week's export sales and inspections reports should show a slowdown in the soybean demand. So harvest pressure there too or not? We are seeing some harvest pressure, certainly in corn soybeans. Today's report should show soybean harvest about three-fourths the way done and uh, corn harvest over 50% complete. So we're um, you know, probably going to start to see a, a wind down in the harvest pressure. But one of the problems we're seeing this year is there's starting to be large piles of corn in the eastern belt as well as the western belt. It's, uh, as we said, a slow export pace. And there was even some, uh, some of the uh, grain terminals are, are telling, telling producers that they won't accept grain because they don't have anywhere to go with it. They just have nowhere to, uh, you know, to unload this crop because of the uh, snafus that we're seeing associated with, uh, with shipping it down the Mississippi River. Yeah, and that will have a ripple effect kind of on basis levels, I would guess, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's very uh, costly to try and, and send things out by truck or by rail. Uh, so that means the basis levels have to widen out. And you know, we haven't heard this tour, term for a, a few years, but, um, you know, it may come down to even some of these elevators declaring a force merger. Uh, if they cannot uh, get product shipped, they may end up just canceling some contracts that producers have, you know, previous sales on already. Yeah. Okay. Livestock side, uh, it makes uh, it makes sense that we're seeing cattle higher with corn and beans lower. Yeah, especially the live cattle really push it higher. Looked at last week's uh, slaughter pace. That was six hundred seventy-three thousand head. That's a tremendous number. Um, you know, the previous week was around 660. I thought that was really good, but this uh, tells us packers are no intention of backing off on their kills anytime soon. Products have seemingly stabilized and are starting to rally, uh, so they're they're regaining some lost margins, even though they had to pay for higher cash trade. So it's um, you know seeing some real real big gains so far. Um, the cattle and feed report was constructive. Uh, right in line with expectations, but it did show us the first year-over-year decline in in 10 months in the on-feed numbers. Anything else we need to be aware of or talking about? Uh, You know, those are the the real highlights that we're looking at here. Um, We're just concerned about this export and usage pace in, in the grain market, especially for corn and for wheat. Midwest Market Solutions President Brian Hoops.